Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the only podcast produced for and by people making a go of it in their new city or state. I am your host, Alec Flynn. I, your eyes are not deceiving you. I know I promised a video episode. I couldn't figure out how to do it. I got a lot on my plate right now. But rest assured, when we go down to Trinidad, Colorado on Saturday for the Trinidad Comedy Festival, which Transplants will be doing a live podcast from, um, I'm going to try and make sure we get some video aspect of it in there. And if I don't, then I don't still. I mean, here's the deal. I love you guys for listening, and I really appreciate you continuing your support. But I, uh, this is going to still be like, you know, it's all going to be about content, really. And if I can't get the video aspect working the best way that I can, then I, I just won't do it. I want to make sure that not only does it look good, but it presents well and it sounds well. And right now we're having a bit of an issue on the, the look as well as the sound. So until then, it's just going to be audio for now, but I have a great episode planned for you today. I went back and looked at an old op-ed from the United, from the uh, from the New York Times called Straight People Need Better Rules for Sex. Now this is back from April 10th, so not too far back. This is from columnist Christine Emba. She's an opinion columnist at the Washington Post and author of Rethinking Sex, a Provocation. And I had to check out this this op-ed because just the line on like in the front page of the paper, none of you who listen to this probably read the paper, but this is like, it just said, hetero-pessimism is running rampant. Hetero-pessimism. I mean, could you come up with a goddamn better term for that? Hetero-pessimism, that is the feeling of have, waking up with the hinge date in the morning and her cat being on your chest. That's heteropessimism. <laughs> heteropessimism for me. Uh, but we're going to dive a little bit into it today. And then I, I want to thank you again for listening. This is going to be a fun episode. But before we get into that, I want to take a shout out to my unofficial sponsor, uh, Puff Bars. And pretty much any over-the-counter nicotine vape that I keep seeing my friends sucking down with absolute greed in their eyes. I, there's a shout out to them, Puff Bar, whoever it is, you ever seen your friend hot dog a vape, you know what I'm talking about, when like both sides of their tongue get on both ends of the vape, like, like both ends of the mouth of the vape, it's like the grossest thing I've ever seen, do we know, like the amount of germs spread, I would contribute like a majority of COVID to the makers of Juul, I really would, because do you think any college kids stopped to think maybe I shouldn't take a rip of my buddy's thing. And then he remembered, oh, wait, I'm deathly addicted to, addicted to nicotine, and I need this right now. So shout out to them. I just saw someone hot dog a friend's vape this weekend. It made me laugh. All right, let's dive into it. Straight people need better rules for sex. If you talk to young people about sex, you may sense an unsettling malaise. Nearly half of American adults and a majority of women say that dating has gotten harder for most people in the past 10 years. According to Pew Research Center, fully half of single adults have given up on looking for a relationship or dating at all. That's not good. That's not great. And I would contribute, and this is just me, I think just there's a lot of people that just turn off their dating apps and decide to like work on themselves. Maybe that doesn't count, but like that's what people think dating is, is just getting on an app and looking at a picture of somebody. Because I think that's like kind of the, this isn't really my main thesis, but 
I do think it's the apps really ruining this. I do. Because we just see a picture at first and then we just think sex object. Be honest. You couldn't give a fuck about what people order for the table. Tequila shots. LOL. LOL. Why is that funny? We're splitting the check. All right. I'm going to continue reading. When I interviewed dozens of people for my book on sex and relationships, I found that women in particular discussed their sexual experiences in visceral terms. Encounters that ended in unexpected and alarming acts, a choking, say, or other porn-inspired violence that they go along with out of surprise or resignation. After all, if consent is given, and it often is, there are no grounds left for protest. Wow, that's kind of scary, huh? We're going to dive into that a little bit more. Today, the general outlook among heterosexual daters has come to take on a less playful, more desperate tone, which the writer Aza Sarastin calls heteropessimism, a mode of feeling usually expressed in the form of regret, embarrassment, and hopelessness about the straight experience. Well, that's not very good, is it? The straight experience. I mean, it is kind of tough when you compare it to the gay experience, where now, you know, we have all this sexual freedom and like you see them kind of flourishing and maybe like these are communities that are now just coming out of the underground and maybe there are better boundaries for things like that. Just a thought. I'm going to continue going. One might say this pessimism comes when we expect the opposite. We're living in the golden age of sexual freedom. The average age of a first marriage is rising. It's more acceptable than ever to remain single and do like polyamorous shit or whatever you want to do. A majority of the public finds premarital sex acceptable. Uh, birth control for women is kind of sort of widely available kind of now. Um, sex positivity is celebrated, you know, and we've, we've kind of broken all these walls of sexual repression. And now, instead of making it making us feel happy, we feel a little bit lost. You know what I mean? Well, this, this, they didn't say I know what I mean in the article, but that's how I feel. Like, you know what I mean? And this comes at a time when people just talk about their kinks, like, up in, they bring it up in, like, conversation. They're just like, yeah, I like toes in my mouth. How was traffic? Things like that. This is a big quote that I want to read. One of the most important pleasures of sexual intimacy is feeling like you have the possibility of the unexpected but not too much possibility of the unexpected. So boundaries, as any therapist would tell you, are necessary and important. By defining the scope of what is and isn't wanted or acceptable, they lay out a space for everything else that might be. And in our haste to liberate ourselves, we may have left something important behind. Wow. Okay, so listen, the dating apps isn't the entire story. I think we're mostly this article we talked about that I learned was the sexual intimacy that we're kind of dealing with. Yes, you're having more partners. Yes, you're having more sexual experiences. But more often than not, I think maybe we're coming away feeling a little bit used, maybe a little bit embarrassed about some things that happened. Um, and that's not fun for anybody involved. You know, and I'm talking about the basics. You know what I'm you know exactly what I mean. It's it's the choking, it's the spitting, it's the slapping, it's the hair pulling. I go on one hinge date and I end up in a cage fight, okay? Next time I'm leaving the condom and I'm bringing the mouth guard. I'm kidding, I never brought a condom. But it's, it just kind of feels like now we're trying to fuck the feelings into somebody. Or, I don't know. I don't know really, really what we're doing. Like, you ever been... It just kind of feels like now we're, we've had so many that we we're, we're keep taking it up a notch to maybe see if 
this will make us feel the way we want to feel or maybe feel happier about it. And don't get me wrong, this is not a podcast like repressing sexual identity, whatever. This is just a podcast. I'm just, I'm, I'm asking, is do we need to be going on so many dates? Do we need to be o- over obsessing about these things? Or should we just kind of let the sexual encounters happen as they will and then create boundaries as they come up? And especially for the straight people, I think that we don't have any good rules because we never talk at all about anything. So like when we give consent, that is sometimes interpreted as a uh, no holds like, yeah, consent for everything I want to do or consent for everything. It's no longer a, a shared experience now. I think now because we are, are, are going into a different era of I don't want to I want to stay on topic, but it feels like it's no longer a shared experience. People are fucking to get themselves off, not so much to have a shared experience. I'm going to continue on with the article. In the article, it says, It's time to raise the standard for what good sexual encounters look like and hold ourselves and our peers accountable to it. Good, that is to say ethical, sex is not simply about getting consent so that we can do what we want. The ideal we might strive for instead is to will the good of our partners too and to hold ourselves back from having sex if we cannot or are unsure that our partners do. So this might be lead to less casual sex, at least in the short term. But considering the clear dis, dis God damn it, the clear dissatisfaction with the current landscape, that might not be so bad. And you know, it might seem weird to talk about it from a man perspective, but I've had my own experiences where things are not. I didn't, you know, you don't consent to certain things. You know, I have been. Have I've had a girl slap me in the face during sex and be like, "You like that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I like that." <laughs> My eyes are coming. Like it's a joke I do sometimes, but it really happened to me. And then she was like, she like spit in my mouth. And this is all like a lot of things, but what I'm trying to say is that it wasn't discussed. It consent, like you know, and just because I'm, I might quote unquote seem down. I think sometimes, guys, we don't want to talk about it because getting laid is historically a high-five moment in straight guy culture. You know, you come in, the boys are sitting on the couch on a Sunday morning, and you're just like, got some ass! Yeah! But what about when you have sex that feels dirty and it makes you feel dirty and embarrassed? What then? Yeah, stay at the play at night at her place. Oh yeah, I could use a hug. Just, it's not the same. You know, it's like, dude, now I, I you know, you feel like trash. You want to say, knock it off, or, ow, that's hot. And you want to be sex positive in an age that's more sexually free than any time before. You know, I'm saying, let's go against the grain. Let's Let's spread the word of wicked average sex, okay? Let's be the missionaries for missionary. Who else got tied up? You know who else got tied up and didn't like it? Jesus. Okay? And he died for your consent. And all this being said, I do want to make a point that when unexpected things do happen in the bedroom, 
within when they're in that realm of like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun, then that's a great thing. But I think it's just it's the it's like the crazy shit where you need to be really comfortable with somebody and you need to have that discussion beforehand, which is important. So that being said, I am gonna manifest this out there. I would like a finger in my butt. I would. Uh, no girl has done it yet. I'm guessing they're intimidated by just the sheer size of my cheeks. Because if I if I seize up, that hand is gone. It's gone. It's a, it's a marvel I can even shit with this thing. I mean, I'm telling you. Okay. Just said a, had a really intimate moment, and I had to ruin it with jokes. But anyway, this has been the episode this week. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you coming and spending this time with me. Um, I am going to have all my shows up in the link in my bio coming up. But besides that, I do want to appreciate, I just want to thank you once more for listening because I do try and make this very, you know, honest and earnest for everybody that uh, participates. And we're going to be doing a lot more voicemail stuff. We're going to be doing some video stuff. So just keep on showing your friends, keep on hanging out. um, And goodbye, Senator.